We want to take a few minutes this morning to, again, bring God's Word to bear on the hearts and lives of our young people here this morning as we continue reading through the Jesus Storybook Bible. And again, uh, the, the, the value of this book is not because it is the Bible. Our hope is that it will point us to the Bible and send us to the Bible to get to know this God more. But the value is that it, it's teaching us how to read the Bible correctly with Christ himself the focal point, the center point, it all being about him. Now here, let me ask you, you kids, do you remember what our story was last week? Who can tell me? Maybe a little bit hard to remember. I'm going to excuse so you all can see me. Do you remember? Perfect. Yes, the people themselves. This is after the flood, the worldwide flood. God had kind of purged the world of, of er, all his enemies yet with Noah's family, but even when Noah's family came off the boat, there was still evil in the world because the problem was in the heart. And, and so Noah's family, as they got bigger and bigger and bigger, thought, hey, we can get ourselves back to God. We just need to build a big enough tower. Who can remember what that tower was called? Tower of Babel. Awesome, Dominic. Yeah, the Tower of Babel. And so God, of course, all this is done right before the sight of God, and so God looks down, and God is, one, it's a foolish thing. They cannot build a tower to where God is. But secondly, God's not even going to let them think that it's a possibility. So God confuses them. And how does he confuse them? Do you remember? What's that? Yeah, yeah. At, at that time, they all spoke the same language. So it was easy to work together. But then God confused their languages, so now all of a sudden... They didn't understand what each other was saying. You can't possibly finish a project when you don't know what the other person's telling you to do. And then they scattered over the earth, which is why today we have different nations and different countries and different languages. If you've ever wondered, why are there so many different people who speak so many different languages and they look different? Well, it all comes back down to right here at the Tower of Babel because this is what God did, the confusion, and then they scatter and create their own cultures there. So, well, now... The world is scattered about, and here's where we pick up this morning. Years have passed since the Tower of Babel, and things have not gotten any better. People were still just as cruel and mean to one another. They still got sick and died, and God's world was still full of tears. It was never meant to be this way, right? When we go back to Genesis chapter 1 and 2, this isn't how he intended it to be. But... God was getting ready to do something about it. He was going to make all the wrong things right, and he's going to do it through a family. Abraham, God said, look up to the sky. How many stars are there? Now, what God is doing here is he's about to tell Abraham a big secret. So Abraham, in response to God, looks up. Let me see, rolling up his sleeves. One, two, three. 55, 56, 57, 999, 1,000, oh, I messed up. Got to start all over. One, that, that's, that's how it goes, right? Of course, he kept counting, and ultimately he just say, God, there's too many. There's too many to count. Guess what? God laughed. I'm going to give you so many children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you're not going to be able to count them either. And Abraham couldn't help but laugh at such a wonderful idea, but he kind of stopped himself from laughing. How could he have a family? Don't be silly. The fact is, Abraham didn't have any children, let alone any grandchildren. 
anyway. Abraham was far too old to start having children at his age anyway. Abraham was 99 years old. Does that sound old to anybody? 99 years old. Has anyone ever heard of a, someone having a baby at 99 years old? I see some of our women back there cringing. I would, I would have assumed that. <laughs> Abraham, God said, believe me. And then God told Abraham his secret rescue plan. Abraham, I'm going to make your family very big, God promised, until one day your family will consider to number more than even the stars in the sky. And Abraham looked up at the dark sky, thick with stars, and God said, you will be my special family, my people, through whom everyone on the earth will be blessed. And it was an incredible promise. God was saying he's going to rescue the world through Abraham's family. And in fact, one of his great, 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 great children would be the child promised in Genesis 3. The child of promise, the rescuer, the one who is going to come and make everything right. But it's too wonderful, Abraham said. How could this possibly be true? God asked. Is anything too good to be true? Is anything too wonderful for me to do, Abraham? So Abraham trusted what God said, even though his eyes couldn't see it and his mind couldn't believe it. He believed in his heart. And now when Abraham's wife Sarah heard God's promise herself, she too laughed. She'd always wanted a baby. But could she really have one now? She's 90 years old. Of course not. Don't be silly. It's far too late for her. Sarah did not believe God could do what he promised. She had forgotten that when God says something, it's as good as done. Of course, it was easy for God to give her a baby son, as easy as it was for him to make all the stars in the sky. And you're not going to believe what happened next. Nine months later, just as God had promised, 90-year-old Sarah gave birth to a baby boy. And they, they gave him a name, Isaac, which means son of laughter. You remember how they were both laughing when God told them? And Sarah laughed, but this time it was a glorious laugh, a happy laugh. Her dream had come true. God would indeed do as he had promised. He would always look after Abraham's family, his special people. And one day, through this family, God would send another baby a baby promised to a girl who didn't even have a husband but this baby would bring all the laughter into the world this baby would be everyone's dream come true now we're still early in the story but we know enough about what the bible's all about can you guess who this great 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 grandchild of abraham and sarah is going to be Jesus, that's right. Jesus is the rescuer. Jesus is the one. And God is using Abraham's family among all the families in the world, this family to bring, the, and God's going to be with this family. God's going to protect this family. He's going to make sure that this child comes because it's this child who's going to make everything right. 